Ryan, get off your phone. We're doing a podcast. I got betting lines. Ryan, it's time to do a podcast. Ryan, we're doing the podcast. I'm getting the betting lines ready. Well, we're starting right now. We're on. We're live. Also, can you stop wearing the same shirt as Tyler? I had it on first. I was here first. I had it on first. Nuh-uh. I got up at midnight to put this on. I slept in this. Nuh-uh. Yeah, I did. I know you didn't. Prove it. I'll I was prove at it. your house. Were you You've been sleep? at my house a lot lately, and I, I know that because I have cameras in my house uh-huh. now. And now I know where they are, so I wave at them every time. You don't know where all of them are at. I know where most of them are. Okay, where's the first camera as you pull into the driveway? Like, where's the closest one to you? When you pull into the driveway, you got one in a flower pot. No. Yeah. I'm letting all the neighbors know. No. Ryan's address is... There's way too many people who have my address and garage code. Anyone can break into your house that has ever worked for a delivery service in our neck of the woods. Yeah, I... They all have your garage code. I'm changing that thing when we get home tonight. Uh, we going? We're yeah, going live. Oh, beautiful. They piped that the wrong way. I'll call the clubhouse. We'll book another 18 for tomorrow. Okay, they cheated on that. They fluffed their balls. Yeah, no better time for the breakfast ball than now. <laughs> Um, what's up, guys? Welcome back. Episode 10 of the Double Bogey Show presented by Breakfast Ball. Dude, episode 10. Big, nice, round number. First milestone, if yeah, you ask me. Double Didge. Yeah. Uh, Tyler, you ever hit a 10 on a hole before? Um, of course. Yeah, so this is actually kind of a milestone. <laughs> um, actually, when I play, we have the snowman rule that no matter how bad you do, the most you can get is an 8. 8 is a max on when I play golf. 8 is a max. Well, I feel like that just makes a guy feel better for the rest of the round. Right. Like, you know, if that happens on hole three, let's go to hole 16. You're like, oh, you know, like my, you know, my worst hole so far is only an eight. It's not terrible. <laughs> so if you look Even at my... Even though it was a 12, but... <laughs> if you look at my scorecard, there's a couple eights that are circled. Ooh. Like a birdie. Because when I play with my buddies that are worse than you, that are, are similar to my skill level... Okay. We play as eights, true eights. So like I actually get an eight, you circle those, and those are the tiebreaker. Okay. So if I tie with somebody and we both shoot 104. Yep. How many eights did you get and how many eights did they get? Yeah, so we could could each have four eights on the scorecard. Yeah. But only the circled eights are true eights, and that's the tiebreaker. Okay, okay. So if we're betting on a round as a whole, the true eight is the tiebreaker for the final score. Do you like betting on golf, Tyler? Um, I like betting on golf I'm playing. I only bet when I I only play when I bet. Yeah, I know. You, so it's every time. You love betting. There's just there's Are you just, are you a degenerate gambler? No, no. I'm a very controlled gambler. And that, that might sound surprising to a lot of people. Um, because Ryan, gambling's addicting, just like tobacco and, and alcohol and caffeine. I'm addicted a, to the rest of them. I am a controlled gambler. <laughs> you know, there's been a couple times where I thought I might have might have been able to get on a heater and it didn't uh-huh. happen and I really kicked myself in the ass for it. Uh, but we got through those times. Um, there's a lot of ups and downs, Tyler. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of ups and downs. More. What keeps you coming back? Is it the thrill it's of the hitting? adrenaline. Yeah, you're addicted. It's the adrenaline. <laughs> but I is. don't always... There's other things I can get... Uh, I, can, I can do to get that adrenaline like fix. Like what? Uh, like ice fishing. Um, like when I'm reeling up a big walleye, have you ever rush. bet on ice fishing with a buddy? Like I bet you, I get the first fish, the biggest fish, yeah, most fish and the most fish. Yeah. We bet most fish usually. <laughs> You're a degenerate gambler. 
But it's like it's you're, very small. You're betting amounts. on your peaceful, your peaceful adrenaline rushes. I know. Ice fishing is supposed to be like one with nature. I am fishing through a frozen lake, and you're like, hey. 20 bucks says I get the most. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> it's no longer about chilling and drinking with your yeah. buddies and catching fish. It's about being better and winning money. Yes. Ryan, I'm worried about you. But Next. It's, it's very controlled, like I was saying. Um, and you know me, Tyler. I am a very competitive person. Yeah. And I think I just I just do better at whatever I'm doing if there is a competition. So even if it's just like me doing my day to day job, I will purposely like set up some sort of competition with who knows what just so I can do better at my job. So you are a very, very, very scaled down Michael Jordan. Kind of. You just create conflict where there isn't any in yeah. order to motivate yourself. Exactly. So what happens if like the merch side of the business is just running super smoothly and you just need that extra edge? What's the scenario you've made up in your head? I think it just comes down to me wanting to be the be the best t-shirt guy there is. Who's the better t-shirt guy that yeah, you're coming who is, at? Who is the spot that you're taking down? Ryan? It's it's almost like a hypothetical that I play in my mind. Like there's this guy for this company and he's doing this. Well, we're doing this and we're doing it better. So how do I just blow them out of the water? It could even be like a like a, a hypothetical in my mind. It's like a fake person. Ryan's got this like macho karate <laughs> chop Steven Seagal type person who's printing t-shirts in like Pennsylvania that he wants to take down. Or even just like a company in general, like a like a an apparel brand. I want to just beat them. Bury them. Yes. Wow. I know. All right. Um, so you don't have imaginary friends, you have imaginary rivals. Correct. <laughs> All right. I don't like to make like you true was, rivals. I you like were imaginary in, rivals. You were an intense child, weren't you? I don't I, want. I think I was kind of a lazy child, to be honest. What? Like when my parents asked me to do something, I would just try and do everything I could to get out of it. <laughs> I mean, that's it makes sense, but I wasn't expecting that from you. I was expecting you to be like, "Well, I'm going to do it better than my brother." No, it wasn't. It was never like that. It was never like that. Uh, but to this day, I, I don't know. I've just found. A, I think sports was my competition back in the day. And that's why I didn't want to do anything else because I wanted to just purely focus on like uh, hitting a bomb off the next kid I was going to face. I would love <laughs> to have one episode where you're gone and father t-shirt guy takes your chair. My dad? Your dad. He would never do that. And I would love to just figure out what the hell is with the real Ryan like. But he's more intense than I am. So that's where I get it. Jesus. Yeah. Maybe mama t-shirt guy. Uh. Yeah, she's not as as intense, but I am the mo I am almost. Your brother seems so chill. Yes, that's that's my mom, right? Okay. My mom's per, uh, more so the personality. I am intense like my dad, but he is ten x more intense than I am. Um, and I think that's part of the driver is well, being as intense as my dad. If I had to put money on a t shirt guy being better, I'd put money on your dad. Oh yeah, he would crush me. Maybe he's your imaginary rival. Could be. In you need way, to though. crush your dad in t-shirts. No, I just need to try and outwork him because then, because I, I think I'll never, I'll never get to that point because he's always scaling up and up and up. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, he's 50 years old and. That's the prime time age for work ethic though. Exactly. But he's always been like that. How the hell did we get on this? That's probably my fault for derailing. No, it's a hundred percent Tyler's we, fault. We got, <laughs> we got, we got Tyler. We got on this because we're starting a new segment called the Money Line. Mm -hmm. This is going to be our new betting segment. It's going to be a recurring segment, 
And we're calling it the money line because what's better than having a money line with a birdie putt in sight? Or a bogey putt. <laughs> or a yes. bogey putt in sight. <laughs> Or you're you're putting for eight. You don't want a nine because you want you to want, be able to snowman that baby that on the scorecard. You need that true eight for the yes. tiebreaker. So we're looking for money lines here, guys. And what we're going to do with this, here's how we're going to structure it. Podcast drops Tuesday. Tournaments on the weekends uh, start, uh, they start on Thursdays, typically go to Sundays. So we are going to do a little betting competition. Competition, right? We haven't talked at all about that today. Um <laughs> Tyler and I are both going to start with a thousand dollars. This is this is it's not real money. Fake money. And these are the odds that the day that our podcast is being filmed. All right. I I understand the odds are subject to change, but these will be the odds. Um, whether it's Monday or Tuesday, the day that we film the podcast is what betting odds we're going to get that day. You have to bet at least a hundred dollars every week, and you get a thousand dollar credit. So we're going to see who can the the way we win. The way you win would be the first person to lose all one thousand dollars. The one thousand fake dollars would be would lose. So let's say I lose all my money, Ryan yeah. wins. Or on the flip side, the first person to hit ten grand in the fake money yeah. is the money line champ. Yep. The money line champ is strictly just a pride thing. But it is a pride thing that I want badly because Ryan is a degenerate gambler and I want to take the degenerate gambler down in his own game. But I'll tell you what, Tyler, if I get on a heater with the fake money, I'm you <laughs> He's you going better, in real money. You better believe that I'm gonna be going on a heater with with my own money. So just think um, for every one fake dollar Ryan spends, he's probably spending <laughs> six to seven real dollars on real bets. But here's the beautiful beautiful thing about golf is like, all right, Tyler, we start out with a thousand dollar credit. You have to bet a hundred bucks a week. But with golfing odds, um, I mean, for so this weekend, guys, is the DP World Champion World Tour Championship in Dubai. Um, the favorite to win, Patrick Reed, is plus eight hundred. So you put a hundred bucks on Patrick Reed, you're going to win eight hundred bucks if he takes the title. Um, so the money in, That's in good golf for the number one guy, isn't it? Uh, it's pretty good, but the odds are always like plus eight hundred, plus nine hundred for the favorite. Mm -hmm. Which you know, it's not like we're betting NFL and we want the Vikings to win because they're minus two eighty. Like then, that's There's nobody that's minus. Not in golf, correct? Not when it starts. Not before it starts. Wow. Yeah. Um, Interesting. The actually the best odd. Uh, the best odd is usually to pick the field. So anybody that's not listed under who doesn't have like an actual betting line. Mm -hmm. um, so we have, I don't know, probably 25 golfers who have betting lines um, for the DP World Tour Championship. The field is plus 250. So you pick anyone outside of this list, it's plus 250 to win. So 100, 100 bucks down. to win 250. Correct. Um, so this is, guys, this is week one. $1,000 credit for both Tyler and I, $100 a week uh, minimum. You can bet more. You can bet all 1000 on it. And Dude, uh, we're burned gonna, is pretty high up. Yeah, our guy Burn Weisberger is what plus twelve hundred plus, plus no plus twenty five hundred, but he's number eleven on this list. Sure, plus twenty five hundred. Um, and Burn is known for kind of like the lower scale pro tournaments. You're not going to see in the DP World Tour Championship. You're not going to see like a Dustin Johnson or a uh, Rory McIlroy. Not typically, but I think we got some pretty good candidates, Tyler and. Um, Jake, you got the, do you have, can you write down our current balances Course. right now? Yeah. Oh yeah. I got it right here. Um, Miles was nice enough to give us, uh, each a thousand dollars. I wish 
We're giving ourselves a thousand dollars, Tyler. Just use the company card. Hey, what if we just got a thousand dollars and just cashed out? Like, yeah, I'll just take this. <laughs> <laughs> um, Didn't bet. All right. So I'll let you go first. You know what you're doing. Guys, week one of the money line. I'm taking uh as and this is to win the DP World Tour Championship starts Thursday. I'm taking Sung J M. Okay. How much are you putting on him? He's plus 1,500, Tyler. Mm-hmm. He finished second at, at the Masters against Dustin Johnson. He hit minus 15. Uh, don't know a lot about him. I just know that he's an up-and-comer. He's a young guy. Finished in a great spot at the Masters. Plus 1,500. Jake, can you give me uh, can you give me two hundo on Sung J.M.? $200? Yeah. Yeah, let's see. Uh, 200 to win three grand. All right. <sighs> okay. Hey, three G's right off the bat. Let's freaking go. Get on a heater, Ryan. We need this bad. We need this bad. That's a heater. Okay, 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 okay. My approach, I am going um, basic girlfriend who got forced to be the 10th and final team in your fantasy football league and picking people based off how cool their names are. Okay. I'm going 100 bucks on Victor Hovland. He, he just won last weekend. Perfect. So do you think he can go back to back? Goddamn right I do. He is 23 years old, Tyler, and he is phenomenal. I like him. His name sounds super Viking. It's like a Victor. Victor. Hovland. He's either super Russian or super Viking from the history show Vikings. So Tyler. uh, Yeah, what was the... What are the odds, Tyler? He is... We got on Victor. Plus a thousand. Hey, So 100 to win a thousand... I don't mind it. I don't mind it. He's he's uh, coming off a big time win, his first tour win actually. It's uh, a good pick, and you just went out on on a whim. What do what happens if I parlay my bet? Um, what if ha- I say Victor to win, Burned has to finish top fifteen? I don't know. How, well, there's really no Vegas odds for that. Okay. So I don't know what. So I would need like a bookie to work the parlay odds. Probably. Okay. Yep. So no parlaying in the money line. We're going straight bets because that's even harder. I just learned what a parlay was because I just watched Silver Linings Playbook. Yeah. And the dad is an absolute Ryan degenerate gambler. Really? And he parlays his entire fortune on the Eagles making the playoffs and his son getting a five out of 10 at a dance competition. Holy shit. <laughs> the the fact that they're betting on kids in dancing No, he's a grown-ass kid. <laughs> okay. He's like 30. It's Bradley okay. Cooper. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've seen that movie. Yeah. yeah. Good movie. Silver Linings. Um, Great movie. Yeah. Anyway, no parlaying. All right, guys. So uh, the money line, week one, I have Sung J M at plus 1,500. I'm putting 200 bucks down. Um, hopefully going to come away, come away with three Gs. Tyler is going with Victor Hovland. Uh, plus one thousand, he's putting a hundred down. So Tyler, you could take an early lead, uh, especially if we if we both lose, you're up a hundred bucks on me. Mm-hmm. That was my strategy. Yeah, it was no, no. <laughs> no. You, Tyler Victor Hovland no just has a tight name. You have no strategy. Burned. I mean, everyone thought we were going to take Burned, but sometimes you got to keep people on their toes. You yeah. know, Burned will have his day, and I'm expecting it at something bigger than this tournament in Dubai. Okay. Burned is going to, he's going to start taking, because the Masters is again in March, right? Yeah. You know I'm pretty sure. You know who's going to be there? Burned. So when I'm at about $9,800, you're putting it all by March. 
I will go for broke and put it all on burned. When I am inches away from beating Ryan and being the money line champ, yeah. I will put my entire fake fortune on burned Weisberger. Oh, it makes me feel so much better that this is a fake fortune. But also it's like it's gonna be electric because if if we can pick one guy out of a field of, you know, 30, 40, 50 golfers, mm-hmm. it's gonna be electric. What if we hit, dude? It's gonna be so exciting. I know. This segment's gonna be like, hmm, these idiots are placing bets again. <laughs> And then all of a sudden, it's going to be like three months from now, we're finally going to win something. Yeah. And we're going to lose it. How does it feel? Like, how would it feel if you guys ended up hitting a, a banger of a bet? And it's up, fake yeah, money. And it's fake money. You guys are like $10,000 I would be so richer. pissed. I'd be so pissed, yeah. would be, to be honest. And then I'd probably try and do the same thing the next week, and I'd probably lose that much. We yeah. should also be placing like football bets, too, because it's going to be tough for us to win any money. Sure. Yeah. You know? Uh, Let's we'll place s- one football bet, too. Uh, Today? Yeah, right now. Okay, so we'll each have two bets on the board. Um, Tyler, I'm going to pull up uh, NFL bets for week 13. What's the Vikings line? I'm only betting betting on the Vikings. I got my Viking-sounding um, golfer, and I will also vote on the Minnesota bet on the Minnesota Vikings. So right now... <laughs> Minnesotas. Minnesota Vikings. Right now, I only have... Uh, my my bets aren't updating for this Sunday, this Sunday football uh, weekend. Oh, here we go. I'm pulling them up, Ryan. Don't worry about it. Uh, Tyler, you want the Vikings? Yeah. Uh, you want? Do you want the money line? Yeah. They're playing the Bucks. Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Um, for a spot, because so the Vikings are in the last wild card spot right now. Okay. We just passed Arizona. Yep. And if we beat the Bucks, we move up into their wild card spot too. So we're sitting pretty. Okay, Tyler. So uh, because this segment is called a money line. We're taking only money lines. Mm-hmm. The Vikings are plus 240 against the Bucks, Which means that they are expected to win. No. Expected that means they're lose. expected to big time underdogs. Okay, so I should put less money on them. So you put 100 bucks on the Vikes, you win 240. You you put 100 bucks on the Bucks, 100 bucks on the Bucks. Huh. They're minus 315, so you'd win $31.5 with a $100 bet. Um... Yeah, I'll put a hundred on the Vikes to win. Okay, Tyler's got a hundred on the Vikes for uh, at plus two forty. Remember, guys, too. This is uh, this is today's uh, today's money line. Uh, you know, subject to change, someone could get hurt. Mm-hmm. Money line changes. This is today only on the app that I am using. Um, all right, Tyler. Of course, you're taking. Uh, of course, you're taking the. Uh, the Vikes. I'm gonna go a little bit different route. This is not. This is not great at all. I'm gonna take the Patriots plus two twenty over the Rams, who are minus two seventy. Uh, big time underdog guy, Tyler. So I'm gonna go plus two twenty. I'll put a hundred on the Pats. Gotcha. At plus two twenty. Let's start raking this money in, boys. Let's start. I like that bet because you know Belichick. They've won too many games now to roll over. So he's right. like, all right, let's just make the playoffs now. Right. Yeah. And the Pats uh, had a great game last week. Mm-hmm. So I think they're going to roll it over. Um, all right, guys. Tyler, do you want to just recap your bets for the money line segment real quick? I have $100 on Victor Hovland. To win a thousand in the DP whatever classic open in Dubai, um, and then I also have a hundred dollars on the Minnesota Vikings to take down Tom Brady and the Bucks, plus um, two forty. So I win two hundred forty dollars if I win. Okay, Tyler, I so got technically to, I win three hundred and forty dollars, right? Okay. But 
I net two forty. Correct. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um. All right. So I got Sung J M at two hundred bucks to win three thousand dollars. Sung J M is plus fifteen hundred. Um. In the DP World Tour Championship. Let's go. I also got the Pats uh hundred dollar bet at plus two twenty. So um, I'm hoping to come home with like three thousand two hundred and twenty dollars. Wait for the week. Both our bets hit. Oh God! I hope this thing <laughs> goes down to the wire where we're both sitting at like nine grand. I can't wait to get to the point where, like, when Game of Thrones was airing, yeah, it had prop bets. Yep. On like which character will die first? Yep. Who's gonna kill the Night King? Spoilers. Um, things like that. I, I I can't wait till we start betting on that. Now I've got the itch with this fake money. I understand why you're a degenerate you gambler. Do. I know you do. So guys, if you uh, <sighs> what we're gonna do is we're gonna we're gonna see this out through the weekend. Next week we're gonna recap how we both did, and then we're gonna put some more bets in for the following weekend. Uh, remember, thousand dollar credit each. You have to bet at least a hundred dollars every week. Um, and the the first person up to ten G's is the winner, and this this could either take a very short amount of time or it could take a very long time. Um, so Tyler, let's take a quick break. Yeah, I'm gonna just kind of like run off some of this adrenaline I got from all this this money talk. I gotta run to the bathroom, which is funny because we're talking about the bathroom in our next segment. That is correct. Stay tuned. See you in a second. Ryan, uh, my bathroom break went great. Uh, thank you for asking. Yeah, you're you're very finicky about where you are going to the bathroom at. <laughs> I am. I'm very particular in the bathrooms that I use, which brings us to our our second, our third, I don't know how many topics we've gone through, but our, our last topic, right? One of the most important uh, cordial topics on the golf course. Yeah, it, not enough people are talking about bathroom etiquette on the course. And when we say that, we we mean nature's bathroom yes correct tyler i mean i and the whole mine like not the front nine the whole mine like peeing in the woods peeing behind a green using the terrible outhouses or if it's a nice course they have a bathroom that's right after the front nine yeah what is the move because i'm a firm believer that it is okay to pee on a golf course not in a bathroom um, I think there's a couple different stipulations to that for one, there's gotta be trees. You can't be standing in the wide open, you know, and it also depends on what kind of course you're at. Um, if you are at a municipal par three, nine hole course, that's five bucks to golf. Um, it's probably better to just drop trow wherever <laughs> you feel need. Um, as long as there are no people around, I think it's fine. Um, other than that, Tyler, I think it's it's definitely important that we find some we find some cover, uh, especially because mm -hmm. uh, it it just works out this way that there's never a bathroom close enough to when you have to go to the bathroom. So yeah, here's the deal. Let me paint a scenario for you. You're about two hours into your first round. Beers have been flowing easy. So we're talking probably like hole ten or eleven. Yeah. Okay. The seal is about to break, and you have nowhere to go. You it's it's a do or die moment. You have to pee. Okay. But you're at the tee box surrounded by houses with maybe two, three trees. I am finding one of those trees, hugging it tight and still peeing. If it is like on the verge of like piss my pants or not, I'm positioning the cart next to If there's another cart there, I'm positioning that cart next to the other one. So you can pull the classic, just hit it right in the middle. <laughs> 
carts don't have doors, Ryan. Yeah, but they, people can see the, through there. Yeah, but you have golf bags, and it creates a solid barrier between you. So and create your own outhouse, basically. And it, it's a it's a courtesy thing too. You, like you don't want people on the other hole seeing you, you know, dropping trout and pissing uh, out in the open. It, it's a courtesy thing, and you know, golf's a gentleman's game. Um, Those so aren't I, the kind of guys I want to be golfing around. Well, uh, excuse me, sir, but on hole fifteen, there is a uh, there's a porta potty that hasn't been emptied in 15 years i think i Dude. think you should rather you you should just wait for that one you know that would be the courteous is thing there to do. anything worse than just disgusting run down porta potty i don't think so i would rather chew glass than go to the bathroom in a nasty ass porta potty you'd rather pee your pants than i would rather piss my pants yeah correct yes um but going back to the the other people, having other people see, I feel like if the older the person, and we're anomalies here, the more accepting they are of just pissing on the course. And depends on what kind of golfer they are. If like, they're a country club golfer, uh, you're waiting. If yeah, they're if they're they a, suck. a public course golfer, absolutely. It's kind of like uh, it's kind of like the men's locker room at like a public gym. <laughs> Old men have no shame ever. No shame. At all. And I think the golf course follows suit with that. So <sighs> I, I got a story here. If you want me to chime in, I was golfing with my dad and we had one of those hardos. We we got paired up with one of those hardos guy. It must have been probably, you know, 20, late 20s. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, dressed like he was golfing on the tour. A couple thousand dollar golf bag, you know, wearing his old college polo that he used to golf for all that stuff. Right. Cold. Not drinking beers. It was a Saturday afternoon. Like this dude was there to golf under par pretty much. And I thought that this dude was a stickler. You know, he had to, you know, had to keep, you know, keep it respectful. This guy was hitting bombs, good golfer. And all of a sudden later on in the round, the dude just drops trout right next to the tee box and starts pissing. Like not even in the woods. <laughs> this dude pees right next to the tee box. And I was like, okay, it's like that now. Like I didn't, I, how, how am I supposed to react in that situation? Thinking think that you have a hardo golfer, but who is also nothing. That's like, an think, absolute sense of relief because your first part of that story, this guy sounds like he sucks. But yeah. now that you know yeah. he's cool, the rest of the round you can be more relaxed and you don't have to be it's uptight around this would have been douchebag. I think yeah. what Jake was trying to say, um, the party left out was Jake was teed up, ready to hit the ball, and this guy pissed, <laughs> pissed right on his ball, and that was a, that was his way to show dominance on the course of like he's like a dog. Move over, he buddy. marked he his spot. Yeah, now, this is my golf course. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, uh, I used to I made varsity as a freshman in high school, so, um, so you know, basically probably one of the better players out here. So this guy, he right away, he's not about he's not taking any breakfast balls, but after you see that. Maybe he is. Yeah. And that's, you know, that was the thing that I was thinking. I was like, this guy wasn't having any beers. You know, beer cart came around and, you know, we bought a couple and all that stuff. And he was like, no, 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 I'm fine. This dude packed his own lunch, by the way. <laughs> no. He's still, okay. Yeah. Okay. The more you talk about him, the, the pee thing is not as redeeming as it was. Yeah. I mean, it, this dude was, this dude packed a PB&J and an apple and how many like a diet Mountain Dew. How many out there. balls did he lose? I Maybe one. Maybe one ball the whole time. This dude is a total golf hardo, but then just peed next to the tee box. Not even in the woods, guys. I'm telling you, this dude was pissing in the tall grass. What kind of club covers? You can judge a golfer based off his club covers. Uh, ping. All matching ping. All club. matching. See, I think all different club uh, club head covers is... That's a dominant move. Really? That's an alpha move. 
I don't think so. Because that means you're picking and choosing where your clubs are coming from. Uh, because, you know, Ping might not have the best putter, but they might have the best iron set. And uh, Callaway might have the best driver, but TaylorMade has the best putter. You know, so they're mixing and matching to get the absolute most elite bag out there, which are all going to come with different club cover- club head covers. When I see someone with a matching set, dude, that's a brand snob. And yeah. A brand. So I don't have any matching club covers, and that is not me at all. How about if I you- would disagree, Tyler. You think I'm a club snob? No, no, no. I would... But I would say different club head covers is more of an alpha move than all matching. You know what's an alpha move, but and I use alpha very loosely. Someone that thinks they're alpha but not is when somebody has like club covers that are all matching and they aren't a like a golf club brand. Like somebody's got the clubhouse branded ones, like whatever country club 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 covers <laughs> comes with the membership fees basically yeah dude, how about that the, guy sucks how about the guy that um he's not pissing anywhere on the golf course except <laughs> at the clubhouse he yeah, sucks that's very true he sits while he pees <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah basically how about the guy who's got like wacky club covers like you know maybe I his like favorite that. mascot that's kind of where i was coming from was with the mixing and matching yeah maybe he's got a you know a, a goldie gopher covered one or and then he's got you know like a you know maybe a bugs bunny club cover that dude's pissing next to the t-box regardless yeah, of the amount of trade. for sure <laughs> uh, i always like the guy who has the the tiger uh head covered because they're a big tiger woods fan uh on their driver it's just very it, that's the first thing you see when you see that guy's cart yeah and then i immediately judge him is oh, that exactly. guy a hack though or is he a pro i dude that's tough i think he's a super fan you have to be a pro a, to a make middle. it not suck for you to have that club cover you have to be good or i immediately hate you for having that club cover Hmm. But also, if you're a hard old pro, you're probably going to have like this weird, uh, like opinion on Tiger Woods and why you th- why he's not your favorite golfer. So you wouldn't <laughs> want to you want if you think you're a pro, you're not going to want to match a pro because that just seems like a simp type move. Those are the same yeah. guys that hate Bryson DeChambeau. Yeah, for changing the game. Wow, that's yeah. so true. The guys who have Tiger Woods club covers hate Bryson. I think that's a yep. one for one trade off. Um, yeah. So it's it's hole eleven. I've had about fifteen beers. Seal's about to break. And I see the group next to us. One of them has a Tiger Woods club cover. I'm pissing in that. You're pissing on the club in cover. The club Th- cover. That, is, that is my cover. And also his club cover. What? Wow. Uh, wow. Weak, Tyler. That don't was they terrible. Have, like, but I'm still doing it. Fuck that guy. Don't they have a club like a club that you can actually piss in? I don't know. I'm pretty sure they do. Should we start a business? Should it's we just make like, Oh, yeah. I think we do. I'm or pretty they, sure they, they, do. they do. Not we. <laughs> I think they do. We do have one. <laughs> no, I think they do. It's like, uh, yeah, I've seen those. It's for like old guys. And it comes with a little like... <laughs> of course it's for old guys. Yeah. Oh, I've seen the <laughs> IBS. It's for... Uh, it, it, they they like have a little like, you know, like a quarterback hand warmer. IBS? Well... <laughs> yeah, I did, Tyler. That's not, that's not peeing. I know. But still, you <laughs> never know what's going in that... In that uh, in that club. Oh Yuck. God. Anyways, they have like a, like a quarterback's hand warmer that goes around the waist as a little towel. Like it's your club towel. Oh yeah. And it hangs yep. over the top of your waist so that you can, you know, and then pee into the handle of, the and then what club. do you do with it? You, you walk dump, around you with this bag out. of piss. Gross. Oh, and then you dump it on on the grass next to you where you could have just originally. <laughs> That's dumb. Relieve yourself. Yeah. That's dumb. I don't know. There are some very, very differing opinions out there on bathroom etiquette. Tyler, for some reason, the porta potty that's been sitting there for 28 years is just not never in the right spot. Right, it's the wrong color because the sun only shines on certain parts of it. There's yeah. three squares of toilet paper inside there. 
There's freaking chew all over the floor. Yep. The hand sanitizer's out. Yep. 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 Those are the worst. You can no smell them favorite. from 15 yards away. Yep. Oof. <sighs> A staple God. of the public course, though. I am yeah. absolutely holding it for 18 straight holes if those are my only options. One, it's disgusting. Two, I'm not going to sit and make my, my group wait for me to get out of the bathroom and potentially have all the other groups catch up. Well, and if, if, if hole number nine and hole number 10 is right at the clubhouse, you could just run into the clubhouse. Right, but then that's the same thing. Everyone's still waiting for me. Yeah, The group true. behind us, all that space that we created to feel comfortable is now yeah. gone. And the group in front of us is just loving their life because they have no one pressuring them. Are you going to skip a hole on like, absolutely say on the 15th, no. on the 15th, you're skipping a hole to take the cart back and buzz back to the clubhouse. Absolutely not. Depends how I'm golfing that day. Yeah. If you're golfing like trash, then maybe you need to take a break. Yeah. If I'm paying for 18, I'm playing 18. You maybe even play a couple more because I've seen you play more than one ball before. That's like playing 36. Like basically. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's another hack that we'll talk about on a different podcast. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm playing 18. I've the only time I've ever skipped a hole, Tyler is when we shoot videos and we have to. Yeah. And that's just because we are in everyone's way and we're not actually playing real golf. Yeah. We're kind of dicking around. Yeah. Tyler. And you know, it could, uh, it could come with, um, your drink choice on the course. You know, if you're drinking True. hard liquor, um, you're, you're probably not going to have as many. Uh -huh. uh, and if you're drinking beer, you're going to have more. So you're going to have to, uh, you're going to have to relieve yourself more. Um, which also brings me to a good point, Tyler. This is segment three. This is post, um, <sighs> post birdie juice draft with the on tap with the boys podcast. You lost. I don't want to talk about it, Ryan. We everyone knows I lost, but now I found out what my punishment is. So shout out to you guys who went out and voted. Um, we had a we had no, a lot not of shout vote. out to you guys. I hate all of you. It, it made for a fun draft though, and Except I can only say that because I didn't lose, which made me feel so good. <laughs> right. We got our asses absolutely handed to us. Ryan and I got last, second to last, in last place by a lot, and Ryan beat me. He tripled my votes. Why were my the only thing that I can think of that held me back so much was the peppermint schnapps. Hundred percent. That's a that's a. Personal. It's a whiskey seven, and a Captain Coke is one of the most universally accepted drinks. Yeah, that's a. It was a tough go, and I couldn't I couldn't go against my favorite birdie juice. And it was a. I think it was a majority of our fans voting. They voted. I don't know, you. dude. Those guys rallied the entire forty five people of Pine City <laughs> to vote against, and they were voting on multiple accounts. Yeah. Um. Regardless, Tyler, the draft is over. I lost. And you lost. So bad. Do you want to explain to the folks at home what your punishment was uh, for last place of the draft? Uh, I have to chug a bush light dog brew. Is it a light dog brew or is it just a straight heavy bush dog brew? In the pocket, by the way, Tyler just pulled that out of his pocket for those just listening. It uh, is a dog brew by bush. So... Tyler, I have experience. I, I've experienced the taste of that, and I don't think it's as bad as you think it is, but the gag reflex is not great with you, correct? You, correct. You smell dog food. I have a weak stomach. You smell dog food, you almost I get If I feed my dog and I get too close to the food, I gag because I hate the smell of dog food. And this is pork bone broth designed for dogs to enjoy a drink with their owners, correct? Pork yes. bone broth is basically soup broth. I also hate soup broth. Soup broth for dogs. Yeah. So this is another level. This is as, about as bad as it gets for me personally. They were talking that they were going to give me some nasty shot that was like tequila and yag. I, 
a million percent would rather do that. I'd throw up on that versus this. I would rather shit in my hands and clap than uh, drink this. Wow, what a team we have here in front of us, Tyler. Lakin got Lakin me a bucket. Miles has got his phone out. <laughs> <laughs> there is be no cuts being made in this segment. Uh, so, Tyler, there were no rules on whether you had to uh, drink it out of the can, drink it out of a glass. So we're going to give you... A 12-ounce glass to pour that baby in because yeah. you can just get it over as fast as possible. My heart is pounding. Nothing worse than trying to chug out of a can. So, I, Do mean, you I want... think you might go with a glass. Dude, okay, the, okay. I, here's I thought the... about shotgunning, but it's got this weird plastic layer on the outside that I don't think would work for shotgunning. Hey, yeah. here's the worst part about it is you're drinking it out of a clear glass so you can see what is in there. You can see the sediment on on the bottom <laughs> of it. Um, Tyler, let's quit talking about it. Let's get into it. Grab the glass. Do you want me to pour it for you? No. Okay. I'm going to let you do this. Uh, again, this is an audio This is an audio podcast, but if you don't get a chance... I already smelled it. Ooh. Uh, you oh, it's even, going you in the glass right now. Either. Oh, it's very... Uh, yikes. It looks like... It's very um, clear. There's no chunks yet, though. No, it looks like pickle juice, honestly, uh, on, the, on the way into the glass. So that's full. That baby's full. There's luckily for you, Tyler. It kind of looks like a vodka lemonade. If we add a little bit of ice, do you want to ice it down a little bit? No. Oh, oh, I can smell it. Oh God, uh, Lakin, could you push that bucket a little bit? Closer? Yeah, I just hand me the bucket. Oh, the I'm. <laughs> Tyler, it's <laughs> not as bad as you think it is. Fuck, dude. Okay. All right. Okay. Give, Ryan, give me a motivational moment. Tyler, I want you to crush this dog brew like you'd crush your first drive off the tee box. Beers are flowing easy. Go get it. Don't think about it. Plug the nose. Just drop it straight down. Can I give you a countdown? Three, two, one. Dog brew. Get it. Get it. Open the back of your throat and just chug it. Go, Tyler. You're almost at the end. Go, Tyler. Oh. Oh, oh, he's gonna, oh, 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 no, he had, he had to leave. He had to step off, off, uh, he's good offset. though. So I'm an audiovisual. He's here. back. Oh, he he's back. It. He's back. He saved it. Breathe it out. <laughs> oh, I can smell it. You just burped. I think you just burped. It's in my mustache. That's why you can smell it. <sighs> I'm not okay. <laughs> I, oh, I'm shaking. That's going to make... Uh, it, is, it is halfway up. I am battling here. I am in a battle, Ryan. I'm in an absolute battle right now. Don't talk to me. Holy shit. I'm speechless. And there's a no. <laughs> uh, short breaths. Just short. Yep. In and out. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, bucket, bucket. Lakin got me a mint. Lakin, you're an angel. Yep, switch, switch that mint around. Oh my god, dude. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> I feel like such an absolute pussy right now. <laughs> Tyler, uh, I don't... I Scale of one I don't to ten. think you should right now because this can does say intended for dogs. <laughs> oh. Oh, god. Dude, I gotta stop gagging into the mic. <laughs> um... I'm trying to segue into something else. Ryan, could you could you imagine trying to do that? I know you tried it. Do you think that you could do that too? Not saying that you should. I'm I think not, yeah, I could do there. it. I don't want to though. Tyler's still in the fight for his life right now. I have I have crossed I've passed it now. Okay, okay good. Good. I'm good. That's good. 
I'm good. The mint was an absolute game changer. Talk about I was chaser. Yeah, great chaser. Lakin, I don't know if she can hear me. Thank you. You literally just saved me from throwing up a lot of freaking dog food water. Yikes. Oh, God, dude, that sucked ass. Hey, you're a man of your word, Tyler. You lived up to the the, the challenge. You accepted it. <sighs> you had no choice, but um, can we get a quick review on how it tasted? It was disgusting. In every way, shape, and form, it was disgusting. I almost right away gagged on the first gulp. But I knew that, like, if I gagged right away, there was no way I was choking no. down the rest. Uh, you did. You powered through it, and I'm just open your throat, just let it yeah. flow. And it was like I just had to stop thinking about the taste of it. It was the smell. Yep, mm. the smell is what triggered everything. So maybe I don't have a weak stomach for tastes, but the weak smell. Nose. And then it just it lingered on my mustache. Oh. So now I got the mint. My breath smells mintier. It smells like mint and dog food. So I'm okay. The stomach. I'm still shaking a little bit, but we survived. I. We're never ever doing another draft ever again. You just need to do better. I just gotta stop. I do the same thing with fantasy football, and it worked for me in football. I drafted with my heart, not my head. Yeah. That's I right. should have drafted with my head yep. and not my heart when it came to this because I knew there was a punishment on the line. I played it wrong. And I paid. And I, I think that was a great punishment. As far as like, it wasn't too God. overboard, but it wasn't like just, you know, like, uh, yeah, I'm not tequila. going to have like physical repercussions besides maybe throwing up. Well, we don't know that because it does say intended for dogs only and you are not Ooh. a dog. Oh, I burped. Oof. Oh, I burped. Serve to your pet as a tasty nutrition boost. Well, Tyler, you are uh, nu- uh, nu- nutritioned. You are nutrition. You're going to be nourished. Today. I'm nourished, yeah. yeah that's Tyler, the word. You're nourished. I'm a nourished dog. Uh, Tyler, I do dog. have to give you props though because that went down really fast, and I know that that probably sucked. And no, you, I you think, put it down in seconds. Flat. I think that was the move. I yeah. had to have chugged it like I was in like a college drinking contest. Yeah. The longer I would have taken, the more chance I for me to blow chunks. Yep. Tyler, as as we what has this podcast become? The pork bro- <laughs> the pork bone broth was going down easy. It it went down. <laughs> I don't it almost know about came easy. up. And it almost came up. It almost came up easy. <sighs> well, I think that's a good place to end the podcast today, Tyler. Um, on tap with the boys, Tyler. He did the punishment. Eat shit. He Dalton. served his time of uh, you know about forty-five seconds of misery. God. Uh, we might have to check in to see how he's doing later after that sits in his stomach for a little bit. Um, but I hope you're okay. Thanks. Let me know. Uh, let Lakin know if you need another mint. Yeah, I do. I'm gonna eat these the rest of the day. Guys, that is today's podcast. Epi- episode 10 is in the books. Thanks again for tuning in. Remember, uh, tomorrow, December 9th, is the last day that um, the Black Friday sale closes down at ohyoubetcha.com. So go get your merchandise. Start shopping for for dad, for your buddy, for your brother, whoever it may be. Um, they're always going to enjoy some good You Betcha merchandise. Um, oof, Tyler, I can still smell that. Stop. So we're going to sign off. Episode 10 is in the books. Guys, also... Um, head over to iTunes, rate, review, subscribe to us. We really appreciate it. It helps us grow the podcast more, be able to do nasty shit like this. Not that we want to, um, but we would really appreciate that. And maybe not an episode, Tyler, we'll, uh, we'll read some reviews from the fans. Okay, Ryan. Bye, guys. Love you. Love you, except Dalton. <laughs> Hell, that's a breakfast ball.